Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America, and happy Thursday. What a show we got for you. Jam-packed with big-name guests, big topics. Yes, we're going to talk about Hunter Biden. We're going to talk about Russia collusion and the John Durham bombshell revelations this week. And we're going to talk about Russia and Ukraine, the war, and an extraordinary acknowledgement. You may not have heard this because most of the media aren't covering it. There was an extraordinary acknowledgement yesterday by U.S. intelligence officials quoted on NBC News that all that intelligence you were hearing about the war in Ukraine, in Russia, before it happened, all the predictions, chemical weapons are happening now, it's happening then. U.S. intelligence officials tell NBC News it wasn't true. They knew that wasn't real intelligence. They were simply putting propaganda out, hoping to stop Vladimir Putin from invading Russia. Wait a second. Are they admitting that they just told the American people that they were lying to them. They were putting out false intelligence. Let me read you this quote that comes right off the NBC News feed last night. It doesn't have to be solid intelligence when we talk about it. Wow. No wonder why we got the Russia collusion story. They were okay talking about fake intelligence there too. An amazing admission. And I'll tell you what, we've got one of the best in the entire intelligence business here with us today. Fred Flights, the former National Security Chief of Staff, a former CIA analyst. He was on the House Intelligence Committee. And now today he's the vice chair of the America First Policy Institute and its Center for American Security. One of the true professionals in intelligence, someone who sticks to facts, not politics. He's going to break this all down and we're going to talk about everything Russia and Ukraine. But first up, a man who knows how to take off his jacket, roll up his blue shirt sleeves and get to work every day. I think you know who I'm talking about. Yep, Congressman Jim Jordan from the great state of Ohio. He's up first. We're going to talk about the extraordinary revelations and the importance of the recent filing by John Durham in the Russia case. A lot to think about in this moment of the investigation. A lot to think about in this moment of reversal on two of the biggest stories of scandal 
in American history that turned out not to be scandals. And what I'm talking about, Russia collusion, and then the Ukraine impeachment. Listen, at the end of the day, Ukrainian impeachment was about trying to scare the American public away from the talk of what Hunter Biden was doing, shaking down oligarchs in Ukraine and in Russia and communist businessmen in China and all the others, Kazakhstan, you know, all the countries, you know, the whole shakedown. Now we've been able to document it time in and time out. Congressman Jim Jordan is going to take that on why it's important, why the incredible text message came out, what to make of that and where we go from here. We've got a great show for you. I'm so excited. And you know what? When you got that good a guest, don't waste any time. Get right to it. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. I'm going to give you one piece of breaking news so you have it. And it is what it is on just a few minutes work today. Senate didn't do a lot of debate. You know what they did? They just approved Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson to be a Supreme Court justice. She'll take over in June when Stephen Breyer retires. What was most amazing about it, when you look at it, the debate on the floor was almost non-existent. It was a very short, boom, boom, let's vote and move on. Republicans didn't get a chance to talk. Democrats didn't get a chance to talk. It was the ultimate definition of fait accompli. And again, Judge Jackson will now be the first African-American woman to ever serve on the Supreme Court. But her record of leniency in cases didn't really even get discussed that much on the floor today. Her approach to the Constitution, her support for critical race theory, other than what was mentioned in the Senate Judiciary Committee, it simply is going to fade into history, and she is going to be on the Supreme Court most likely for a very long time because she's a young woman by justice standards. That happened today. Think about that as we go to commercial break. When we come back, Congressman Jim Jordan first up, followed by Fred Flights, a true intelligence professional, former chief of staff to the National Security Council, a guy who knows how intelligence is supposed to be done. Back to back. What a great show today. Don't touch that dial. Don't go away. We'll be right back after these messages from our great sponsors and supporters. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer. No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Okay, it's time to commit. 
2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back. Amanda's going to be joining us in just a second. But my next guest, I, I literally can say this, my reporting verifies this. If it wasn't for Congressman Jim Jordan and a few others, we would have never unraveled the Russia collusion story or the fake Ukrainian uh, Hunter Biden uh, scandal. Uh, joining us right now from the great state of Ohio is that great Congressman Jim Jordan. Congressman, great to have you on. Good to be with you, John. And and, and you did a ton of work there. You're being very kind to me on uh, you did a ton of work on the whole uh Russia collusion hoax uh, that uh, that the Biden, uh, or excuse me, that the FBI tried to try to do to President Trump. Yeah, it really is amazing. I mean, now we see just how much of a frame job it was. You've had a chance to read the um, new court, court filing by uh, Special Prosecutor John Durham. Your reaction when, for the first time, I think it's the first time I've seen him use the C word, conspiracy, uh, joint venture to tar up the president. Uh, when he used that word, did that catch your attention? Well, yeah, of course it did. I mean, but he's done a number of things with Danchenko, with Sussman, you know, over the last several months that kind of confirmed what we all we all suspected all along. This came right from the Clinton campaign. And one thing I've always thought that's interesting is, you know, Zussman goes in and gives this information from the, you know, working for Perkins Coie, who's the, the law firm representing the Clinton campaign, hands him information um, and doesn't tell him who he's working for. But it's important to remember, he didn't just walk into anybody at the FBI. He didn't just didn't call him and say, hey, I got some information. Is there someone I'd like to, you know, you'd like me to talk to? He went to the chief counsel at yeah. the FBI, Jim Baker. And, and I've always wondered, like, you know, did did Baker really not understand that Zussman had ties to the Clinton campaign? Was this really just out of the goodness of did Baker really believe it just out of the goodness of Zussman's heart that he's bringing information to the to to the FBI? That, you know, what's supposedly information that was going to link the Trump campaign to the Alpha Bank in, in, in Russia, which we know is not true. Yeah, and because of the great work you did with your depositions back in 2018, we know that the day that Sussman dropped that Alpha Bank allegation is the same day that Christopher Steele walks in six of his dossier reports to the Crossfire Hurricane team. I don't believe in coincidences in Washington, but I want to ask you about this. The specific communication that John uh, Durham just made public, you see uh, this lawyer purportedly calling cold saying, I got something I would like to give the FBI. But if I were doing it, I'd say, listen, I got something you might need to investigate. Could we meet? He doesn't say that. He says, I've got something time sensitive and it will help the bureau. How would uh, Michael Sussman know that giving some dirt on Russia collusion on Donald Trump would help the bureau? Do you see something suspicious about the way that text message is worded? Well, no. It, it, look, the short answer is we don't know if it means more, but, but we have our suspicion just like you raised there. And it's, it's back to what I just said. How did Jim Baker not know that, that who Zussman was representing and what was going on here? And, and in fact, we have other emails that show Prince Anderson, when they, when they saw that this all took place, they understood who Zussman was working for. And yep. they're trying to, it seems, they're trying to keep that evidence away from, uh, you know, out of the, of, the, of the court proceedings. So I find all that interesting. Um, we'll see where Mr. Durham's 
you know, finally gets with all this. Uh, it's obviously taken a while, which I think now we see what some of these things that are happening sort of he's being deliberate. He's being thorough. Uh, let's hope it happens soon because the American people would like to know the full story and all the details that were part of this. Yeah, no doubt. And I know if Republicans get back in power, you're going to be right on that case again. I want to I'll flip to another subject because it goes in line with what you've been warning, the extraordinary. You were the first person that ever used the word the great crushing power of the state was you know put against the Trump campaign. Uh, there is a report in NBC News last night that said three senior U.S. intelligence officials told uh, NBC News a lot of the intelligence they just put out on the Russia or lead up to the war wasn't real intelligence. It was simply designed to try to pressure Putin not to invade Ukraine. When you hear intelligence officials say they're comfortable putting out fake information to the American public, to the world, uh, and you know what's already happened in the Russia collusion case, what's your reaction when you hear that report? Well, I, I guess it makes us question all the more the 50 informers who said <laughs> what they said 18 months ago, just days before the most important election we have as a country, the election of the commander in chief, the president of the United States, 51 former intel officials said, oh, the Hunter Biden story, the Hunter Biden laptop has all the earmarks of Russian information. And that we know that we knew that to be false at the time. Right. And but because they said that big tech, big media and Democrats could all say, oh, this was Russian disinformation and they could throttle back the story. Stop the New York Post story from ever going on some of these these uh, uh, big tech uh, platforms and keep it from we the people. So, yeah, it, it, that's frightening stuff when you have this kind of thing happening from former Intel officials and, and, the, and the example you just just gave there. So I, I think this is amazing, though, John. Yeah, it is. Think, think about how the th think about how the stories changed. 18 months ago, it started off as it wasn't his laptop. Then it was, oh, it was his laptop, but it was Russian disinformation. And then it now became, you know, just a few weeks ago, it became, well, it, it wasn't Russian disinformation, but Joe had no involvement. And then it's finally, yeah, but he didn't do anything wrong. That, that, that's what Ron Klain, in essence, told us on Sunday. He didn't do yeah. anything wrong. So we'll see. We got all these links and these, these different communications that it seemed like he knew what was going on. So, uh, but the intel component is, is what they really hung their hat on, big tech and big media, to keep this from, from the American people. Um, and now we know it's it, it was all true. Just like the laptop was real. The eyewitness was real. The emails were real. The only thing fake was the news back then. Yeah. We only got about a minute left. I want to ask this question. Did the Democrats impeach a president, President Trump, simply to keep us from getting the truth on Hunter Biden? And do you now have any doubt that some of the activities the Biden family was involved in were illegal? You, you, I mean, the Democrats were out to get the president any way they could. It, they, they, they hung their hat on this this phone call, which the phone call was fine. Um and, but they've been out to get him before he was in office. We know with the Russian dossier while he was in office. And they tried to get him after he left office. And they continue to try to do that with the January 6th committee. So they've been out to get President Trump because he came to this town to shake it up. And I'm just along with what the swamp wanted to do to actually take on the swamp. And he did a great job. Um, most successful president, certainly in, in, in our lifetime. Um, so I mean, who knows? I think they were going to go after him uh, no matter what. The Biden situation, I mean, each and every day looks more yeah. One week ago, the Washington Post did two stories, one at 11 a.m., one at 11 uh, <laughs> two eight page stories, literally four minutes apart, saying what we all knew, that this was all true. Uh, yep. You don't get to watch the mainstream media do that kind of thing unless there's something going on. Yeah, there's no doubt, Congressman. And you knew all along because you were pulling at those strings. We're so grateful that you joined us today. And give us a good update on these two really important stories. Thanks so much, sir. Thank you, John. Take care. 
You as well, sir. All right, folks, we'll be right back after the commercial break. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Our next guest it may be a little familiar. He's been on this show before. Every time he comes on, he makes a sense, a lot of sense about a very turbulent world. He's the former chief of staff to the National Security Council, a longtime intelligence expert and officer. Joining us right now, Fred Flights. Fred, great to have you on the show again. Hey, John, good to be here. I want to tackle the moment we are in this Ukraine-Russia war. Um, three things. Uh, Ukraine seems to be regaining some advances, reclaiming some ground. Russia seems to be retreating. Is this a fake move by Russia to create false sense of complacency, or did the Russians really get their tails whooped? Well, I'm going to give you an answer that you probably didn't expect. I spoke this week to a former Russian oligarch and a former aide to Putin. I can't give their names. Sure. And um, based on their discussion, my view is that Putin could win this if he wanted to, if he really wanted to commit everything. But he doesn't want to commit everything. He's bringing troops from the hinterlands. He's having trouble with his generals. And I think he is uh, regrouping and repositioning troops to take what he has to in what he can claim is a victory. And that means the Donbass and this land bridge between Crimea and Russia. 
And that's why it's so crucial right now that Biden keep his word and get all these weapons to Ukraine so they can take back territory, make sure Putin actually agrees to a ceasefire and to stop him from taking any more Ukrainian territory, maybe take some back. Yeah, that's uh, it, it may have been at the end of the game. I mean, obviously, he got too ambitious, but I think all along the thing he wanted to make sure he came away with was a buffer in the east that NATO could not be sitting right at his doorstep. So he gets greedy for a while, maybe, and then pulls back when he realizes, hey, these Ukrainians are pretty tough. They fight pretty good. Is that a, a good way of looking at where he may be right now? I think that's true, but it's also pretty true that uh, Putin and his generals vastly underestimated how difficult it would be to put a puppet government in, into uh, Kiev. Yeah. The Ukrainians were ready. I mean, you may remember 2014 where Russian paratroopers quickly seized Crimea almost without firing a shot. Right. Ukrainians weren't ready for them. Ukrainians were ready for this. And there was a massive effort to send paratroopers into Kiev. Most of them couldn't land because the Ukrainians were ready for them. Yeah, it's it's very impressive what President Zelensky and his team did. They learned from the first invasion. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I want to go to something else because you and I have had this conversation many times, and, and I know how strongly you feel about intelligence staying free of politics. But there was this extraordinary report on NBC News last night. It took me a couple seconds to listen to it twice before I realized how insane this statement was. But NBC News uh, reported last night that U.S. intelligence officials are now admitting that they really made up the intelligence or they went with really bad and unverifiable intelligence simply to preempt the Russians. And I think they quoted one official saying something like, it doesn't have to be solid for us to leak it. Uh, Your reaction to, if those are real U.S. intelligence officials talking, your reaction to what that report said? I've been skeptical of these reports all along, of all these things that Putin's going to do, all these repeated predictions of when the invasion was be- was going to begin and then it didn't. The report that Russia may be considering the use of chemical weapons, which I think is nonsense. Look, John, there's always an intel report that says whatever you want yeah. uh, to believe. You know, it's it, 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 so there's un- so there's some uncredible source, some misinterpreted uh, NSA report. Uh, so if you want to find an intel report to say something that you want to do, you can find it. And I think that's what went on here. And I don't think this is just the intelligence agencies. I think this was the National Security Council. Yeah. This is the White House deciding that they could use this intelligence to make outrageous claims of things that Biden says were true. They weren't true. I remember a couple of times the press said, well, if this is declassified, show us the report. Right. But the White House wouldn't, which I thought was very suspicious. Yeah, that's a great point. They could never back up some of these statements that they were making. A lot of the people I was talking to at the time uh, were given some red flags. I want to talk about this on a continuum, because if they did this now for this Russia moment, and we now know that they obloviated the Russia collusion stuff, I mean, there was nothing there except a bogus MI6 report that had a lot of a lot of obvious problems with it. Um, are we in an era now where the intelligence uh, agencies or their political masters feel comfortable in creating propaganda internally for consumption in America, not just, you know, I, I understand if we do it for others, but feeding the American people propaganda or things they know are unlikely to be true. Have we crossed a Rubicon that we haven't done in prior generations of our country? Well, I'm not prepared to say that the intelligence agencies did this. Right. For example, there might have been a report that they wrote that said, we have a low probability report 
that Putin might do this. Right. And then the NSC said, aha, let's run out and say the Russians are going to do this. Right. When the intelligence agency said, well, no, we didn't say they were going to do that. We're just flagging with you this low probability report. I think this was done by policymakers. But frankly, intelligence officers should not have gone along with it. I mean, if their material is being politicized to, to uh, promote policies that the intel doesn't actually support, you know, they're undermining the credibility of, of the intelligence community. Yeah. And, you know, policy, uh, you know, future presidents and members of Congress, they already don't have much faith in the community, but this just makes it worse. Yeah, it really does seem so. And, and uh, I, I just think of key moments over the last couple of years where things have been put out, you know, always by the political arms of these intelligence bodies, right? National Security Council is an intelligence body, but it's got a political arm or a political mastership to it. Um, and, you know, I think through Russia collusion, the uh, extraordinary moment that John Brennan walks to uh, Barack Obama says, hey, we got an intercept suggesting Hillary Clinton might be playing a dirty trick, going to hang a Russian shingle on Donald Trump to get out of his email. Then the CIA does the right thing, tells the FBI, but then the FBI just goes and plays with it for two and a half years. At what point can this machination of politics corrupting you know, the work of the intelligence community get stopped? Or is it, is it impossible to get the toothpaste back in the tube? It can be stopped. It can, and I right? talked to President Trump about this. We have to have a major house cleaning of these agencies. I mean, the whole top floor of some of these agencies has to be fired. We have to bring in people, not to politicize it, right. but to keep politics out of the work of these agencies. I want the CIA to tell presidents things they don't want to hear. I don't want them to slant their analysis. But, but you know, we, we, we know from former Director of National Intelligence Radcliffe on China that CIA analysts were distorting their work because they, they didn't were. want to say things that supported things that President Trump believed. That has to stop. Yeah, no, it does. And you know, I think of a moment that has really struck me personally because I've always trusted the CISA agency, you know, the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Agency, as sort of being above politics. And right after the election, and again, I understand what people were doing. There was a, a political battle over where was the election bad or not, but. The, the head of CISA says there is not any episodes of, of electronic interference in the United States. And I thought, wow, that's, a, that's good. That's a great thing. I guess it's true. And then eight months later, the FBI brings a case against two Iranians and said, oh, they hacked into a database in the summer of 2020. They stole 100,000 voter IDs and they used it to manipulate. And we were monitoring it all through the fall, which means at the moment, the CISA agency guy says no intrusions. They had already been monitoring this for a while. Um, is there a moment where the public starts to turn off these, you know, very important agencies and say, I don't trust them anymore? Is there a danger that that's going to happen as this game of cry wolf? I'm afraid that it's it's already it's happened, already happened, right? That, and and after the Russia collusion thing, and then with this new report, it's just going to be worse. We need leadership. We need a president who understands this to name a senior of a top officials at these agencies who are going to take a lot of a lot of flack from the media and from careers is going to be leaking against them. I, you know, Porter Goss, he was CIA director. Sure. He tried to do this and the system got him because Condi Rice's National Security Council did not back him up as he tried to reform the, uh, the CIA. Reforming, reforming is going to be difficult. It's going to be painful. There's going to be complaints. But a future president has to understand how important this is to do and to take the flack that will happen when it's attempted. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the intelligence agencies, as that one person joke, can get you a hundred different ways if you take them on. But at some point, they become irrelevant to the or their, their credibility becomes so damaging because people stop trusting them that then we don't make decisions in war that we need to make a decision or in a, sec- a security crisis. Um, as you look out at the world now, Russia, Ukraine is sort of rebalancing. And, and I, I think you know, what you said about Putin makes a lot of sense to me. I think I, it seems the most plausible outcome. What is China going to do at this moment as the smoke is clearing a little bit in Ukraine? I think China's going to be a big winner. It's it's seizing business opportunities yeah. as businesses flee Russia. It's getting enormous amounts of, of cheap oil and gas from Russia out of this. And it's going to increase its effort to undermine the dollar as the world's reserve currency. China's not quite there yet uh, to have their currency as a reserve currency, but it is going to make headway in convincing nations not to rely on the dollar or the euro uh, uh, as a basis of their of their financial transactions, and that is not something that's good for uh, the global economy or, or, or international security. Yeah, such a great point, and I think a lot of people, we just got to keep focused on China. It's so easy to take our eye off the ball. Uh, what did you tell, I want to go to Iran, because you've been one of the most important voices on this, and certainly helped President Trump unravel the last deal. It sounded from Tony Blinken's comments in the last 24 hours that maybe the Iran negotiations are coming to a halt and uh, stalling as people began to realize how many concessions Biden was discussing with them or how many concessions Iran was asking for. Uh, Where do you think the Iranian nuclear deal stands with your best intelligence? Well, it looks like we have to take the Iran's Revolutionary Guard off of the state-sponsor terror list, or the Iranians won't agree to the deal, and I'm happy to see there are many, even many Democrats in Congress don't agree to that. But there's something to this, John, you're not hearing. That's not actually what the Iranians want. They also want all sanctions lifted from the Revolutionary Guard, and the Biden administration wasn't planning to do that. I I do debates and, and interviews on Arabic TV stations, and all the Arabic interviewers, they're just saying, well, wait a minute. No, we we want them completely off, off the sanctions list, off the terrorist list. So I think that uh, the Biden people are trying to be a little bit too cute, and the Iranians are not going to go along with it. I think they may save us from ourselves on this terrible deal. Isn't that something? It'd be the Iranians who poison-pilled it at the end. (laughs) And and, and, and you're, you're right, there are some Democrats now that really have stiffened their back, which I was surprised to see. I mean, this is a no-brainer. How how could yeah. we be making this terrible deal with Iran and a deal that puts Russia in the driver's seat of, of overseeing it? Yeah, it is a doubly bad deal. Yeah. yeah, you're so right. I want to ask about Jake Sullivan a little bit. There are a lot of questions about his prior conduct, whether it's with Hillary Clinton and the Russia dirty trick, uh, whether where he's tweeting out something in October that you know clearly was a bunch of garbage. Um, his shepherding of the Afghan withdrawal, which turned out to be a disaster. Now the possibility that they were manipulating intelligence to play a propaganda game that affected Americans' assessment of what was going on. Uh, what's your assessment of our national security advisor? I think our national security advisor and secretary of state are way out of the league. They're not even second tier. And with a president who's suffering mental decline, who was, as Bob Gates said, was wrong about every national security question for four yes. years. And Gates wrote that over 10 years ago yeah. when Biden was a younger, more competent man. Biden desperately needs competent national security advisors with gravitas and experience and maturity. And clearly, Blinken doesn't have it. We have two more years left of this crowd. Yeah. And I... 
I wish somehow there was a way to get a Leon Panetta or a Bob Gates or a Jane Harmon into positions like that. You and I may not like them personally. We may not, may not agree with them. But I got to tell you, John, they would be light years better yeah. than these clowns who were advising Biden yeah. in the White House. We'd be a lot safer. We would. Yeah, no, that's such an important point. What are you going to be watching? Last question. As you look out over the next 30 days and all the turbulence in the world around there, what are the most important things that we should be keeping our eye on uh, for to keep our security strong here in the United States? Well, I think we have to get these weapons to the Ukrainians. And my hope is that there is a way to stop the fighting. It's not going to be a pleasant or a desirable uh, outcome. I don't think there's going to be a peace treaty. I don't think the Russians are going to withdraw from territory. But we have to find a way to stop the killing. And and I think by getting maximum amount of weapons to the Ukrainians right now will help get the Russians to a point where they will declare victory. And I hope they will agree to a ceasefire. Maybe I'm naive here, but that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, getting a detente. Yeah. Well, Fred, you are always been prescient on these things. And uh, I, you, I think you were one of the first people to tweet out about this NBC News report last night. Uh, I keep an eye on your Twitter all the time because you're always on top of the news. Uh, it, it's a very scary thing to think that people feel comfortable. The people who leaked that story, if there really are three intelligence officials boasting about what they did, what should be done to officers or, or intelligence officials who do those sort of uh, statements to the media? I mean, so many of them should be fired for the way that they're behaving uh, and it, it will take a massive house cleaning. And look, we have to have ethics courses and principles to explain to these people, like you don't have to like the man in the White House. You just have to serve him loyally, provide him objective intelligence, let him make the call. You don't make the call. Intelligence, intelligence analysts are not supposed to be policymakers. Yeah. Such a great point, Fred. And I think uh, over the last 10, 15 years, they've lost sight of their, their results. Some of them, not all of them. There's many great people in these intelligence. Most of them are not. Most I of know. them are good. I don't want to I yep. don't want to tar and feather the whole group. You're right. There's just this tiny percentage at the top who have been too partisan. Yeah, and we learned that the hard way in the FBI, too, where the seventh floor really ruined the reputations of a lot of great agents who actually just go out and keep this country safe every day. Uh, Fred, we're always grateful for your time and your wisdom. It's It's always an honor to have you on the show. Great to be here, John. Thanks. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, welcome back. What a great show. Big thanks to Congressman Jim Jordan for making time on a very busy day on Capitol Hill. And, of course, to Fred Flights for making sense of the extraordinary events in Russia and Ukraine. Ukraine gaining some ground. You heard what he said. 
There ought to be a house cleaning in some of these intelligence agencies to get the political and the politically corrupting people out so that the intelligence professionals can simply stick to the facts. Uh, That's something to ponder, isn't it? Well, here, one other thing I'd like you to ponder before we go to break today. We are living in extraordinary economic uncertain times. You heard what Kat Kamek said yesterday about food prices are going to be soaring more, and we're going to be facing a global food crisis sometime by 2023. Well, if you're thinking about investments, your retirement, how to protect your family from bubbles and stock market collapses and all the things that could happen, high interest rates, there's not any doubt you're getting a bite taken out of you every day by inflation, gas prices, food prices now going to be the next thing I think you worry about. You know what? Pause for a minute. Stop and say, what can I do? And, you know, start with your retirement account. That's your nest egg. That's something you're going to need when you finally pack it in and say, hey, I'm done. I'm looking forward to my retirement someday. Well, guess what? Our friends at Alto, at Alto IRA, they have a solution. All right. Yeah. Gold and silver is great. And also, you know what? I might want to dabble in Bitcoin. Why not do it? Well, guess what? Alto makes it possible to bring Bitcoin, Ethereum, and all the other cryptocurrencies that are respected into a tax-advantaged IRA. That's right. Alto, these guys are great. ALTO, Alto IRA. Now, they're ready to help you. So if you're ready to take your investments to the next level and to diversify like the pros do, throw in some cryptocurrency with the other things and avoid any tax headaches because you know you can do this in an IRA all you got to do is go to altoira.com altoira.com let me give you that a-l-t-o-i-r-a.com slash you know what I'm going to say just news right altoira.com slash just news they're going to get you started you can get a alto crypto ira open for as little as ten dollars why wouldn't you do that ten bucks that's cheap start investing in cryptocurrency today get your feet wet learn all about it all you got to do go to altoira.com slash just news this is a fun opportunity don't miss it they've done something special for just the news and john solomon reports fans so go check it out learn a little bit maybe you say i don't understand this bitcoin what is this cryptocurrency guess what Alto will make sense of it, and you'll now realize why you might want to put some of it into your investment portfolio, particularly your retirement portfolio. All right, they're great partners of ours, so go check them out and thank them for supporting Just the News and John Solomon. All you got to do is go to altoira.com slash justnews to get started today. All right, folks, that wraps it up for the day. Hey, big headline. Guess what? Tomorrow, Attorney General Mark Bernovich will be here. If you felt the ground shake last night when you were going to bed, there's a good reason. In Arizona, there was a bombshell election report released. And what did it say? It said, you know what? There were all those problems counting votes in Maricopa County, the largest metropolis in Arizona. Problems with signature verification, little attention given to it. Problems with chain of custody, ensuring that the ballots that were cast were protected from fraud or or theft or manipulation. Who said that? The attorney general himself, the top law enforcement officer in the state of Arizona. An extraordinary 12-page report. We have it up at Justin News, so you can read it anytime you want. But you know what? Tomorrow, you're going to be able to hear directly from Mark Bernovich. He's going to join us. He's the attorney general of Arizona. He's also been a leader on so many things. He's the guy that got the law in Arizona affirmed by the United States Supreme Court to outright ban ballot harvest something you know a lot about because we're reporting on it here at Justin News and John Solomon Reports. And after that, after we get a great update on the border and on election integrity,
activity in Arizona. We're going to hear from the sheriff in Worcester County, Massachusetts. He's like, John, why are you taking me to Worcester County, Massachusetts? Why, why do I care about that? Well, he was the first Republican elected as sheriff in a half century in this Massachusetts enclave. His name is Sheriff Lou Evangelidice, and he, trust me on this, he has a model program to reduce repeat offending among those that go to prison. We call it recidivism. That's the fancy name. Over 10 years, he has created some of the most groundbreaking, innovative programs to get inmates to break the cycle of crime in their life. As you know, so many of them go right back to crime when they're released. He is lowering the rates by large number. How? He's got an inmate community service program that puts inmates to work while they're in prison. They learn job skills. They learn why being good in the community can be beneficial. How you can have a fruitful life without crime. That's a big one. He's got an agriculture program where inmates learn about agriculture. He's got further education programs to get people into college and doing things. And he created a STOP program, S-T-O-P, STOP program to knock off in a tackle drug addiction, 90% of the inmates in his prison had some connection to illegal drugs or addiction. He started the STOP program to address addiction, all of the things that go into it, counseling, mental health, physical needs that go with addiction. And guess what happened? Those who went through the STOP program were 15%, 15 points less likely to commit a crime. 48% would come back out on all releases, only 30% would go out and commit another crime after they went through the STOP program. That is meaningful. That means you're better protected. If you're a law-abiding system, you want criminals to stop the cycle of criminality that they're involved in. Sheriff Lou Evangelides is here tomorrow. He's going to tell you about that. Learn about this. This is a groundbreaking program. The traditional news media don't want to give a Republican sheriff credit. This program is working. It's been in process for 10 years. A lot of the law enforcement people I talk about say this guy has changed law enforcement. He's made it a new weapon that law enforcement can use to stop more crime from happening by getting inmates to clean up their drugs, get them out of their system, get clean, and to realize it's better to have a job, more lucrative to have a job, less risky to have a job than to be a criminal. The sheriff is going to explain how he pulled that off tomorrow on this great show. All right, folks, have a great night. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. And remember, if you need a news fix tonight, you want to stay up on breaking news like the Arizona Election Integrity Report that the Attorney General put out last night, go to justthenews.com 24-7. We've got you covered. You know that we do. All right, good night. God bless. Talk to you tomorrow. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit 
is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.